0: How would you describe yourself, entrepreneur? How, how would you describe yourself? I mean, I grew up as an artist, um, and I've always been an artist, and, you know, and you know, what I do now is I channel that energy. I mean, our energy is, is finite, it's not infinite, so we have to channel it to something that we do. And you know, I have eight businesses myself, and so that's really where I channel my artistic abilities, and, and that through my style, too, and obviously that develops over time. And,
1: well, you gotta get noticed, and usually, like in in business, you know, the style is what people attract to you to do business with you because they like your style. Hey, well, who are you? And fashion always brings up a topic. It's like an icebreaker. Mm-hmm. And so, and you, you feel comfortable, and in business, comfort yeah. is essential. I think. Yeah.
0: What you know, I think if you know if you look up, you know that's what your personality, and you think up and. You act up more than you are, and you dress up. I think you'll go up. You know, people really, you know, look at you and they perceive you for. First of all, the first thing they perceive you is like, okay, what is he wearing? How does he present himself? How does he feel about himself? Is is that person confident? In the second way that you know somebody really, you know, looks at somebody else is obviously how they speak. You know? If you had to dress up
2: the valley, how would that?
0: I think, you know, honestly, when, you know, when I first came to the Valley, I was wearing bow ties, I was wearing ties, top hats, jackets, and I didn't really see that as much, you know, Always 10, a tie. 10, 12 years ago. I never really saw that when I was out. And you'd see, you know, the guys out and they're in their regular shirts and the girl looks over and kind of, you know, kind of gazes and looks at you. And, and then next time you see them, they're in a jacket. You know, and I think there was a little bit of inspiration there because I, I would go to most of the mainstream places. I think I, I had a tiny bit of influence the on that.
1: The boiler room I with uh, George Montalo one time when I was like, you know, in my thirties. He he grabbed me and he's like, "Hey, who are you? I like your style." And I was like, wearing a drag and like, you know, parachute pants, and everyone else is wearing like heels and short skirts, and I'm just like, no makeup or whatever. And you know, that's that's how you your confidence carries you in business as well. It's it's puts you above everyone and it it carries you apart and it brings you character, prestige, you know, likability, those are things I think that are important in entrepreneurship. It's not about, you know, oh, I have, you know, the latest Louis Vuitton or whatever. No, I, you know, I think it's just, like I said, icebreaker, uh, eye-opener to being different and expressing yourself mm-hmm. through your fashion. So I styled Ryan today and he, I think he looks really nice and, <laughs> you know,
0: and... I don't typically wear leather. No, he doesn't
1: wear leather ever.
0: <laughs> she wanted me yeah. to st- strap.
1: Yeah, we're, we're doing both, be, I'm wearing... I would if she wear, could strap a Harley I, Davidson I'm wearing rattlesnake, wear. he's wearing yeah. leather. I never wear <laughs> rattlesnake ever. It's just, you know,
2: Yeah. Fun, but, you yeah. mentioned you were uh, an artist at heart. Yeah. How would you balance that? How do you balance having eight businesses and considering yourself an artist? Because sometimes... People think you can't do it. Well, I mean,
0: creativity comes in different ways and different forms, right? Um, And, you know, I do it in the sense of creation. So, create systems and processes and, you know, inspire people to, you know, that really goes a long way. And being, you know, charismatic and being able to kind of share that inspiration but also like spark somebody and i think there's a beauty in that you know and there's a way that you can share that inspiration in the sense of words creating you know a painting so they can really like visualize and understand what you're saying and and that's really kind of a, how i share that and also coming up with constant ideas for my businesses and just kind it's a, just a chisel and a big stone and eventually it starts to take you know the shape that you want if you if you don't give up and most people that's the problem is they they give up or you know they don't have a sharp chisel and that's just
1: how it works so- I remember that article that came out um where it's the umbrella and I was like <laughs> yeah. who who comes up with these ideas and he's like a marketing genius you know and well, let's do the Doritos. You know when he did the Doritos commercial. It's nacho cheese. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he or I
0: took to, a, I took a bath in yeah, Doritos. Yeah, you
1: took a bath in the Doritos and yeah. the tub turned orange.
0: He, <laughs> I yeah. turned orange. But
1: he he comes up with these like mm. like guerrilla marketing like it's astonishing and I think that it's it's always being a c- cut above and always being creative within and getting out of the box and doing it the way. The best, the best of your ability, you know, being the best yeah, at and it's, what you Yeah, and do. it's
0: always starting with why, like what's my purpose, what's my cause, like what, what's my belief, and how do I channel that into the people that are around me, and into the community, and the words that I share, and, and how I market myself. You know, you always start with your why. Um, and that, that's, that's really, really helped me, and I learned that at a really young age. You know, you just don't talk about what you do, because that doesn't inspire anybody.
2: So what, what companies do you currently have? Uh, you said you mentioned Adem. Mm-hmm.
0: There's quite a few. And some people don't know about most of them. I have a residential, uh, residential construction company. Uh, I have a company uh, that we do consulting for attorneys. Um, so that's Roof Consulting USA. Uh, we have Casa Agora, which is a, it's basically an investment firm. Uh, casa means home and Agora means open market in Greek. Uh, We have Roof Cleaning USA, uh, so we do uh, roof cleaning, uh, and we have Rio Grande windows, so we do windows. We have McAllen Roofing, which is actually a commercial roofing company. Budget Roofing Supply is the supply company, so we supply roofers all over the valley. And uh, then we have the residential company, which is McAllen Valley Roofing. Oh, wow. It's a lot of stuff. in
1: the roofing industry. Yeah. Hey, roofing, roofing, He got to, the, he's, the roof is on fire with Brian over here. Yeah, I thought he says, what company, I'm just really fighting out. What are we doing later? <laughs> but, but
2: yeah, Welcome that's to a, the valley. Yeah, but
1: that's the thing, like, like, in my business, I have several companies, too. I don't just, you know, have a venture store. I, I have dominated, you know, the music, the fashion, the photography, um, You've
0: been at it for so yeah, many years. Yeah, twenty
1: years, and you know, I, I and plus, it's basically finding your niche, finding your passion, because everyone has it. All of us have our passion, our God-given passion. It's up to us to to hone in on it and just dominate it to the, you know, get to the top. Mm-hmm. You know, get to the top. Oh, I'm I'm gonna take over. You know, no, it's how you know mm-hmm. you can use all of your. Um, Uh, assets to to bring, you know, the dominant.
0: Here's the thing, like, I don't have a competitor. I'm my own competitor. Because I have all my own creative ideas. I'm, I'm not looking sideways. You know, Rolls Royce, he always said, you know, take the best and make it better. The art of stealing. Everybody steals. Everyone has inspiration. The inspiration is the theft of somebody else's idea, and you make it your own, right? And that's how we evolve. That is what evolution is. We literally take the history of something and we make it our own in the future. That's why you hear a lot of songs. You hear the inspiration in the in the music and the songs, you know, and and you kind of see that progress and move forward. That's just, you know, that's just
2: how we move, mm-hmm. move forward in life. Yeah. If you had to talk to yourself, uh, back when you were starting all your businesses, Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Elon,
1: Musk,
2: Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Two thousand and ten. all my money. Without thinking. I'm retired on <laughs> the yes, beach. <laughs> Elon Musk. I'm sure you've encountered lots of challenges within your career in operating all these businesses. What's one thing that you wish you knew back then that could have helped you a lot of uh, saved you a lot of headaches? You
0: know, I actually liked the progression. Um, I liked I like learning. I like the process. Um, <clears throat> because I mean, there's there's obviously different ways of learning things, right? there's really only four ways of learning something. Either you read it, you know, you watch someone do it, you listen someone talk about it, or you actually physically do it yourself, right? And I've physically done it myself, and I I wouldn't take it back, honestly, for the world
1: nice. I think that, like, in entrepreneurship, they say one of the things is you get a good team. Because you can do it by yourself, but if you get a good team and everybody kind of they're like you, mindsets like you, and they're loyal, then you know you, you can expand your you can expand them, they can expand you and there it is, it's a good team, you know. And that's I think And
0: loyalty is really important, it is you know. Very most important. of the people in my organization's been with me for a really long time. And you know, retaining and gaining that loyalty, you know, it takes it takes effort and you have to be a good listener. Uh, you have to be employee centric. Um, you know, obviously they have to be customer centric and then you have to be employee centric and no one mm-hmm. really talks about that. You, know, you, have to be, you have to know what they want. What do they want to accomplish? What do they want mm-hmm. to be? Where do they want to go? You know, where do they see themselves five years mm-hmm. from now? How do you get them there? Because mm-hmm. the only way you're gonna retain that person is if they know intently that you're trying to get them where they want to be. Right. Right. And they will stay with you if there's a path, there's a guy, you know, if you literally take their math equation of what they want out of life and you break it down into simple actions and how they can accomplish it, they'll stay with you till then. Wow.
1: I think that's true with, with um, like, working with people. Not everyone is going to think like you do. It's up to you yeah. to get them into your frame of mind of thinking. Yeah. To, to understand, like Carlos, like, when you asked me, you know, God, what should I be my mentor? You know, we we hit it off. Like now, we're we're you know as loyal as ever, you know. And it's family. Yeah. You become family with your employees, yeah. and it's not just a job. Like I remember, because I didn't even work for Brian, but I was always invited to the Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, we had we, It mean, was like when I met his employees, I knew that he was a good good boss like I go can I work for you please I I, know I just said just during the holidays I could come to the party I mean he would would be giving away like big screen TVs Nintendos and cars and whatever like Ferrari you know he was he put his employees (laughs) above himself you know and they they were so like humble and they were like you know I'm a little tipsy but they were we had the best <laughs> we're like ri- family. we had the best christmas parties and i didn't even work for that company but i really <laughs> enjoyed working with the christmas parties and i think i went like you know it was for me to see that type of camaraderie that type right. of you know character building that you know that's really important you need to take care of your your people cuz they're going to take care of you if you just have somebody working and you give them a paycheck that's it they're not going to want to work out, out, overtime The theory of equity states that if two people are doing the same job and one person's making more money, they're not going to want to work as hard. So with with you know Brian, I saw that immediately, Mm -hmm. and I said, "Man, he's just he's an amazing force, Mm -hmm. and he's helped so many people become better."
0: Yeah, we're employing were. we're employing about over 150 people right now.
1: Wow where when is the next christmas party because i'm ready to go christmas the last one, the last one was really fun <laughs> i bet i went to elon musk's christmas party It was pretty comparable but yeah like he throws a party like brian like those, those two are the, the, the those are going to stay with me forever but it's in my but warehouse. it's about it's about basically uh team building you know yeah. and, and and appreciation and that is what entrepreneurship is truly about. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, yeah, we can do it on our own, but if we teach other people to think like us, mm-hmm. then man, we're just seven, eight, tw- I'm probably next year he's gonna have 10 companies because we're gonna work together. He's <laughs> to no, but we are, you know, we are, we, we have been loyal friends for a very long time, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, so.
2: Where, where do you see the valley going in the next maybe 10, 15 years?
0: You know, one of the reasons why. I did settle here was because of the growth. I did a lot of research. It was one of the top 10 fastest growing cities in America. I, th- I see it getting very large. Um, I see it growing exponentially, uh, north, west, east. So, I mean, I see a huge growth coming. Yeah. And uh, I'm pretty excited about it. I mean, right now, currently, I'm doing about 25 national franchise commercial projects today. Yeah. Um, and I mean all over South Texas and so the you know the commercial buildings are just popping up I mean it's literally
1: I see a lot of sky like popcorn I see a lot of literally all
0: next thing you need a new I building I see a lot of
1: <laughs> elevators and I see a lot of satellites and I see a lot of spaceships I see <laughs> I see movies 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 I see Universal Studios I see I think,
0: I think you see flying cars. <laughs> yeah, I do see
1: flying cars like the Jetsons. <laughs> yeah.
2: But I think that we're,
1: when, when I'm working here at the shop, I see a lot of new faces and a lot of yeah. different cultures, backgrounds, yeah. ethnicities.
2: Yeah.
1: And I say, where are you from? And they're like, well, you know, we were living in California. We are living in Austin. But we just can't, you know, we, we love the weather here. We love the people. We love the economy. And it's a great place to, you know, I have always been, I lived in Austin. I lived all over, you know, worked in a number of big cities. But I've always had that small-town mentality, you know? Yeah. I think that my roots are... With
0: a big town personality.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Why live like a princess when you can, can live, live like, like a, a queen?
2: queen. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Wow. So, how did you guys meet?
1: <laughs> how did we meet, Brian? Espana? Uh, so probably. Was probably think, the think, boiler room, Espana, the Centennial, Davino, all of them. Render, and rendezvous. Right? It was one of, was that, one of those midnight events. Midnight rendezvous. A long time ago. <laughs> yeah, long it was an time.
0: event a long time ago. And uh, have you? Can't remember the specific place. We saw each other. Yeah. Twenty around. years ago. I mean, we were everywhere. Yeah. I was in
1: my thirties, tw- and you
2: know, <laughs> now I'm in my fifties. Don't tell <laughs> <Okay>. anybody. <laughs>
1: <Yeah. Calm down. laughs> we had some fun, though. We yeah. were, we've always. Had have you
2: fun. have you seen a change in downtown McAllen with the art scene? You know, there's more. I feel like it's it's becoming more evident.
0: Well, I mean, there's there's a lot more murals going up, and you know, there people are investing in murals on the walls and stuff, and so that's a nice change. I think we needed that, you know, to give it that kind of Austin, a little bit of the Austin vibe, rather than just Mexico vibe. <laughs> so I think you know it's important.
2: Nice for sure. Um, so, what um, brought you into wanting to come into the podcast?
0: I actually saw one of your podcasts and I was actually impressed with it. Which one? I thought you did a really good job with Wani uh, e. Depp. Wani e. Depp. <laughs> yeah, he's
1: really, the guy is a phenomenal person. Yeah. He is extremely intelligent, talented, and nobody knows that he's actually a singer. I met Johnny on stage.
2: Really? But his is name, he an artist too? His name is
1: Ray Perez, but no. Yeah. His real,
2: yeah, he's a musician. I met yeah. him when I was
1: doing a promotion because I have a promotions company and I have girls and I we go to all the concerts and stuff and. So he's he was on stage singing with um, the Texas Sweethearts. Oh. So I met him, and I mean right away he was just Casanova, and then all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute, are you the same? <laughs> okay, <laughs> sounds good. But like he's just he was in movies. He's been in movies, and the guy is a phenomenal guy. And he when he spoke at the, at our, the podcast, yeah, he really was.
0: I saw Tago too. Brenda. Brenda, Brenda, yeah, she's great. Oh yeah, that was the earlier episode. Yeah, I really liked your style too. Yeah, it was great. I met yeah. Brenda Thank when you. she was
1: 18 years old. Her mom is one of my clients, and she asked me, "She Kibet, like, how did you do this? How did you get?' Your? And I just told her, "Find your passion," and she did it. And then now That's she's, it. she's also a very successful and beautiful yeah. woman and great, great heart. Yeah.
2: Well, so you were like, "Oh, let me go," because podcasts are becoming more and more yeah common.
0: They are becoming more common. I mean, there's, well, ours is. There's, there's, always that, <laughs> there's always that lag. You know, there's the early adopters, then there's the laggards. Yeah. And, you know, we're like in the middle. <laughs>
1: Well, how often can you maybe, get maybe one, the, one Maybe the,
2: the middle to late adopters.
0: <laughs> we're, out, like, on that peak right now. Yeah, because you know I, mean?
2: I think it's all about consistency. It is and, about and, consistency. And, and I, I, Everything's I, about consistency. Yeah, yeah. I started doing podcasts back in 2017, mm-hmm. but it was always, like, an episode here and there. Yeah. And now with Yvette, we're trying to have a consistency going.
0: Consistency is really important, I mean, if you're going to capture, you know, and in, in not just that, but also... Uh, interesting who who emotions. Who, but also who you're interviewing as well, I yeah. think. you got to keep it interesting. Uh, you know, people that. Fun. Yeah, <laughs>
2: fun. <laughs> oh, you have to
1: be comfortable. Like the bear, yeah, he, we had him, a special guest star. Yeah. His name is Canelo. It
2: looks like he's about to hit <laughs> Brian. <laughs> well, he's like, ah. it, the,
1: Yeah, he's actually for uh, a cinnamon bear from North Dakota, and I and I got this guy at the flea market. His name is Willie. And he just brings—he's bringing me a statue of liberty next. So he brings oh, me all wow. these relics, and I'm just loading them up in here, and you know, and, and I think it brings character, you know, getting yeah. out of the box. So yeah.
2: what what's next for Brian?
0: So, what I'm trying to do right now, um, as far as business-wise, um, I'm trying to spread my roofing supply company nationwide. Um, but I, I'm kind of building it to that point to be, you know, because the richest woman in the world is that owns ABC Supply.
1: Oh, really?
0: Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, she's a billionaire. I think she's worth like $14 billion. She's
1: single?
0: And the thing is, there's not a lot of competition in, in that place. In the
1: supplies, yeah. In the
0: supply industry. And it's really hard to break in. And it really comes down to relationships. And it took me about six years to really break down you know some walls and beat my head against them mm-hmm. uh, you just to convince these people because it becomes political
1: mm-hmm. um you know so you know
0: yeah well you have all these large manufacturers mm-hmm. <laughs> that you know get paid by abc supply or beacon or these large you know companies and they say hey i'm going to purchase your product but you have to have some exclusivity with loyalty. us mm.
1: loyalty
0: loyalty and so when a new player comes into the market, they hold dear to that because it actually will hurt their business. Mm. And the strategies behind these companies to go and actually purchase companies like mine to get rid of them out of the marketplace and and so that's what I'm up against. Oh, wow. So there's either two ways. I can have an yep. exit strategy where I become a large enough competitor where mm-hmm. I, you know, I actually hurt their marketplace. Mm-hmm. Or I go, you know, face to face with them and create Real competitor and mm-hmm. piggyback off that idea and go nationwide.
2: But why roofing? Why why did you choose roofing? Is there a specific reason? I Everybody
1: s- needs a roof and has a roof. True. It's, you can't live without a roof. You gotta have a roof. Yeah. It's it's a necessity, it's I not told, a commodity.
0: Yeah, I've told this story before. I went to the principal's office because I had a teacher talking down <laughs> to me. <laughs> I, I
1: remember didn't, that. I
0: didn't, I, you know, she was Let's disrespecting me, so I said, hey, if you won't respect, you need to give it. Go to the principal's office. Principal agreed with me, gave me a flyer, said you'd be good at this, and uh, I went and applied. It was uh, National Energy in Lombard, Illinois. I went and applied, uh, door knocked for two and a half years, did telemarketing over the phone, generated roofing uh, windows and siding, uh, leads for other sales guys. Hailstorm hit 2003 in Chicago. My parents owned a telemarketing company were calling for them. And I went and I sold the first roof that I ever walked on. Wow. And that was really what sparked it. I made money right away. There was no hesitation. And I was like, damn, I could do this. Yeah. And ever since then, I was on the road, I traveled. Uh, you know, I've been in 20 different, 27 different cities, but I'm, you know, I was done. I, I was kind of tired of traveling all over the place, living out a truck, sleeping on an air mattress, so I was done with it. Yeah. And I wanted to settle down, so I teamed up with my friend here in the Valley and the the Galen Valley Roofing.
2: Nice. Yeah. So you learned a lot while going door to door-, door, I would imagine, right?
0: Yeah, because, you know, in my early life, I was a little bit timid. Yeah. I was quiet, I was an artist, I would just draw in my room. And I think that grew me as a person. I mean, when you get enough doors slammed in your face and you have to engage with people and you constantly engage with people, I think the more and more you engage with people, the more comfortable you get. Yeah. you know. And I think that really grew me.
1: Yeah, know, never to... take no as your first answer, for sure. Like, what? Yeah, I think like being versed in every aspect of the field, he's dominated every single yeah.
0: one. Yeah, everything I put my mind to, I think everything that I've truly, like, every idea I've come up with has always, you know, come to fruition. Um, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Because you know, I make a list of all the things I want to do in the day to get closer to what, you know, I need to do to what I need to accomplish, and I keep doing that every day, and it just kind of gradually.
1: I'm so and you, yeah, no, it's okay.
0: Take my calls, Carlos. It's
1: probably let me just. Yeah, thank you. Hello? Uh, oh wait, where's the phone? Get the f- <laughs> oh wait.
0: It's for you, Eva. It's uh,
1: please hold on my duck calls, my ducking calls. <laughs> sorry about that, guys, um, okay.
2: comedy hour. We're used to it. <laughs> but, <Yeah>. uh,
0: popular. <laughs> you
2: were saying, sorry? No,
0: it's okay. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying is everything that pretty much I've ever tried to do, I've, I've pretty much accomplished. It just, It's just chiseling every yeah. day. And you have to keep coming up with, you know, the next thing that you have to accomplish and the next thing you have to accomplish and you just have Stay to do it every focused. day. You gotta hold yourself, you know, accountable. And, you know, the mm-hmm. people that are able to hold themselves accountable are mm-hmm. the ones that are truly successful.
1: Right, mm-hmm. and I think, like, also, he has a lot of people that depend on him. Yeah. So he cannot take a second to think like, well, no. what? Do, no, he's got to keep it. Fo- I got to keep it focused. I
0: make decisions very yeah. quickly, and I think that's one thing. That's mm-hmm. one of my superpowers. Yeah, is I can make decisions fast. If someone asks me something, I make decisions fast, and that's definitely one of one of my superpowers.
2: Nice. Yeah. What are What are some things that you th- you would think could help someone when it comes to going into sales? Like, what are maybe like two things that going door to door. Getting your, your face knocked, you know?
0: Well, there's different types of sales. Um, you know, door to door sales is different. Um, but when when it comes to sales, I mean, it's, it's bonding and rapport is obviously the first thing.
1: Physical I, attractiveness well, is one of them. Well, knowledge <laughs> of the product is that There's four extra It
0: makes it a lot there's easier when they have four of a nice them. smile. Nice, yeah,
1: okay. Well, you know, the smile <laughs> works.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Fine. when I was I isolated. Do you listen to somebody or just stare?
1: It depends what they look like. But what they're wearing, what they're wearing. And I'm like, I'll listen to them if I like what they're wearing. Mm -hmm. Physical attractiveness is very important, but knowledge of the product, you know, uh, listening
2: to the... So knowledge of the product, physical
0: appearance? Well, knowledge of the product is very important. Know what you're talking about, basically, builds confidence with trust and stuff. But um, the first thing is really, if you're door knocking, is commonality. You know, if someone has a sign uh, no soliciting. No, no soliciting. That doesn't matter. That it's doesn't. No
1: trespassing. Doesn't, doesn't, don't go in there. No,
0: no. that doesn't matter.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but you know, if if they have a sign and it says uh, the bears or the bulls or or whatever, yeah, it's the, commonality. Yeah. And so, or if they have a if they have a really related. if they have nice flowers or they have nice grass and you appreciate it, be like, hey, you have really nice flowers. My name is Brian, by the way. And just and you just kind of kind of work yourself in there, not if you're door knocking, but if you're sitting at the table and you're walking in someone's home, obviously there's a totally different approach. You know First, you have to you know make them comfortable with yourself. Obviously, you have to Confidence. find out maybe a little bit of commonality. But you also have to talk about yourself and you have to you know, get that connection. If you wanna sell somebody, they they wanna know why you're with that company, mm. why you do what you do, why are you there? Like what's your, what, what do you believe what's in? What's your story? Well, what's your personal story? So sharing your personal story a little bit. Yeah, I love working with this company. Um, because they take care of me, they actually care care about their customers because people are purchasing the experience that other people had with you. And so that goes into the next thing. So first you find commonality, you build the bonding and rapport by sharing your personal story and then you go into a third-person story, and no one ever really talks about that. And it's a third-person story. After you figure out what their problem is, you share a third-person story and how you solved somebody else's problem that with the same problem that they had. And so you can basically, okay, someone else had this issue and this is how I solved it. Mm. And what, like I said, what people do is they're purchasing the experience that somebody else had with you. And so when you give them comfort that I'm here because of this, and then you let them know I know how to solve your problem, then it really just comes down to the budget, right? And so what you're supposed to do in sales, and most people don't, to eliminate competitors is you sell the gap. <clears throat> so you offer three solutions, a good, a better, and a best, a low-priced option, a middle-priced option, a large-price option, because what happens if you don't actually present three different options to them, because you don't know necessarily 100% where they're at financially, but you can gauge it by offering those different options. Mm -hmm. Like if you walk into Mercedes and they only have the highest end Mercedes, what do you think they're gonna do? They're gonna go to another dealership and see what what other options they have. But if you go to Mercedes and they like Mercedes and they, they can trust Mercedes and you offer three different options, they're more likely to make a purchase with you.
1: Oh, wow. And then there's closing the deal. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it's asking for the sale. Mm-hmm. But after you've shared your personal story, after you told them how you can solve their problem, after you presented it, mm-hmm. what would you like to go with today?
2: Do you think it's important for people to know sales?
0: I think it's essential.
1: In every business.
0: I mean, it paid $50,000 to teach my sales team how to sell. I used
1: to sell cars, nobody knows that. I was the top sales, I put myself through college. I was the only Spanish speaking in Austin on the motor mile. I was the only Spanish speaking female out of 60 guys. Wow. And I was making a lot of money. And it was because I was genuine. I spoke the language. Mm-hmm. I you know, I I know about sales.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's it's my psychology background, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, you yeah. got
0: to go to bat. Yeah, you yeah. got You got to have the behavior, right? You got to have the, the attitude, attitude and you got to have your technique down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? And you got to care. You got to You got to
1: be genuine. You got to be honest. You yeah,
0: authentically be, vulnerable.
1: Yeah. And And
0: people connect with people that are authentically vulnerable. That's why when people have that negative connotation about salespeople, it's because they're not authentic. Mm -hmm. They can sniff, you know, that it's just like rusty. You don't want to deal with it.
2: Yeah. So just at bat, increasing your numbers is how you get better. It's essentially part of it. Your relationships. Work on your behaviors. You can
1: make business with anybody, any day. But if you make a business, a relationship with that person, it's business for life.
0: Yeah, well, be- behaviors. So, what are the behaviors that make you a good salesperson? You answer the phone. You follow up. You show up early, not not on time. Those are those are behaviors that help you succeed. But not everybody has that. And then, the you're, and, then your, duty, and then obviously your and then your and obviously your technique mm-hmm. in which you're flowing through the sales process with somebody Mm -hmm. you know and your attitude you have to have a good positive attitude and you have to be authentic and I think that's the secret to success honestly
1: being gracious Mm
2: -hmm. gracious and
1: and appreciative
2: is is there a a reason how because you keep saying that you're a marketing genius and I feel like that's part of your artistic side. I said that?
1: I said that, I was a marketing, he was a marketing genius. Oh yeah, you
2: mentioned <laughs> I'm, that not, was, gonna, I'm no, not gonna, I'm you, you mentioned that he, he was a marketing genius, right? He
1: has the ability yeah. to just, but what, on the spot, yeah. he comes up with Articulate. Amazing, what, what, amazing marketing maneuvers and he's, I, I mean, his, his work is impeccable.
2: Yeah, how, how, how did that come about, like it's having natural. that marketing background? I think it's just natural to me. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I think it
1: has something to do with being artistic, artistic, like the left brain dominant. Autistic?
0: No, artistic.
1: (laughs) I'm not going to say that again. But like, you know, when you have the right brain and the left brain, so majority of artists are left brain dominant. Mm. So they think differently than the right person. The right person is just going to be stick in the box. The left person is going to go, well, why don't we do this? And let's change the, oh, they make a, a Picasso and then they throw paint and say, no, change it. I don't like it. Yeah,
2: magic. <laughs> um, well, I guess you're, you're very active in all, well, you're the business owner, right? So uh, I just feel like you're very good at compart- comparting all these parts of a machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, it, everything's it's, a machine. It's, it's very do, well you, do you delegate machine. a lot? A is a that important?
0: Yes, absolutely. You have to delegate all your, all your tasks. The only thing that I do is I work on the basically the metrics. So I set up the uh, metrics of what I want for each department, uh, we have meetings every day, every week with each department. They have their meetings with their people. They have meetings with their people, and everything funnels up. And then we go through the data. We go through the information. That's what I deal with mostly, other than marketing and sales and, and inspiring people.
2: Nice. If, if people want to uh, work on, let's say, maybe they need a, a roof, what would that, uh, what would they have to go? Like, do they just call you up? They or just call it...
0: us. We have somebody that answers the phone 24-7. That's oh, important. Yeah, yeah. so um, if there's an emergency, uh, you know, we have a call center, and then we get a text message if there's something going on. But they just give us a call. Mm-hmm. Uh, they look up McAllen Valley Roofing online on Google. Yeah. They give us a call, and we'll get someone out there. And within, quick. we get out there within 24 hours. Yeah.
2: It, is the logo a little bird? Right, It is a bird. I think I've seen it, yeah. <laughs>
0: Tell yeah. us
1: why you have that logo, it's amazing. No,
0: I mean, I wanted something that, that hit home to the valley. Mm-hmm. You know, the bird is dramatic, it's dramatized. Some people think it's a different kind of bird.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's the condor. But, <laughs>
0: but the, no. the reason why is, is we are in the migratory path of America. Yeah. And the bird is really a symbol
1: of home. And plus, all the we have 485 bird species. Nobody knows this in the valley. <laughs> and that's a million-dollar birding industry in the valley. Yeah. So why not relate? That's everyone true. flies south for the winter. Not
0: 486?
1: Four hundred and eighty. 480, well, okay, there's one more little weird one. But, yeah, yeah we're Maya. talking about the Maya bird. The, <laughs> My, the <laughs>
0: Maya <My> bird. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's something that everyone can relate so, with, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: And it means anything. You can fly high. Prosperity. Yeah. Fly high. The moon,
2: yeah. <laughs> what do you think about SpaceX coming down to the Valley? We're actually working on
0: SpaceX. So we've done Making about we've done about seven projects. Oh wow, yeah. that's amazing. Uh, we're, but I mean, we can't really discuss what we're oh, doing no. there. No. Um, but no aliens. I think I haven't heard of any yet. Um, do they
1: have solar powers?
0: Is that what we want to know? No aliens. Where <laughs> they even come in? No, <laughs> no just spaceships, and yeah. they're going to be doing the launch here soon, and. We're on the phone. We should
1: go. We should go. We're on go the phone with that. the
0: main engineer. They call yeah. us and say, hey, we got a timeline. We got a hit on this. And oh, they wow. absolutely love us. So. And they called you, McCallum. Well, they, they Roofing? They
1: called me also. I yeah, McCallum, with them they called McCallum
0: Roofing. Uh, oh. We've done, yeah, like I said, about seven projects for them. Oh, we nice. can't really discuss, but yeah, yeah. they like their stuff done fast. We've had to work with a group of engineers to design. You know, for the heat, for the launch pad. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been a really interesting. The project for us.
1: engineer now. We can't take any <laughs> photos. You say anything else? Wow. I can't say anything else. You're on else. camera because he my yeah. friend. I'm gonna get his back. <laughs> oh,
2: wow. Do you think it's it's a big impact them moving down here for the growth of the valley? I think it's huge. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Because
2: it's
0: it's going to continue to grow. And I mean, he's
1: a gem in the rough. You know, and look where he's landing. His you know. Is, he's bringing the valley to work. Not everyone is going to. Not everyone. He put Brownsville Not everyone is coming to the future, but we are. The valley is. We're already in the in the midst of. You know, we get in our backyard. But you got to so,
0: talk to him so we get first. Oh, this.
1: I already. I, I'm working <laughs> on it, Brian. He texts me every night. You know, he steals all my ideas. He's like, "What are you doing?" I go buy me a Tesla. But no, he's actually. I I watch a lot of his. Uh, I follow Somewhere all nice. his. His, his work, he's incredibly yeah. intelligent. He's one of my, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm slowly, you know, gravitating towards that type of, yeah. you know, mentality about, you know, global warming. The future is not, you know, we're going to have to be, because I have to keep up with the fashion, so I have to be, you know, knowing what this environment we live in and adapting It's survival of the fetus. Not everyone is gonna make it to the future.
0: Survival of the fetus.
1: Well the 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 smartest. <laughs> well the evolution. Evolution, the fetus. The evolution. The, I'm not fitist, not fetus. the fetus. <laughs> the f- yeah, heard it's heard Greek, it. it's a Greek word. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds yeah. funny, but um, you know what you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah, the theory you. of evolution. Not everyone yeah. is going to make it to the future. Look yeah. what happened with COVID. I mean it knocked out a lot of people. The weak. Yeah. The weak, and there's a difference, you know. You either get up with the times you keep up with the technology, you verse yourself in what's coming and what's going and, and even the global warming, like, mm-hmm. like the Earth, you, we're not going to be able to habitate this this yeah. Earth anymore. So we have to either, you know, find a way to adapt and move into mm-hmm. the future is living in another planet. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. every decision that Elon makes is, you know, if it doesn't put him on Mars, he doesn't do it. Yeah. And that's just kind of how he lives
1: but yeah i have a project inspired. that it's i'm inspiring. working on actually about i'm getting i i have this humongous satellite just <laughs> from when they first came out i mean this thing is huge it's at my my old house where i grew up we were one of the first people to have it well i'm getting it it's coming here to the factory and and conquista's going to we're going to paint gold nice. and we're going to put all his you know we're going to put it in the back factory on the computer wall where we have the first IBM computers back there. Nice. Show me, show me the, the phone. Okay, so I have all the original products.
0: You <laughs> yeah, know, I'm Motorola, you know. Motorola.
1: Yeah. And so, like, I, I'm down to learn what's coming up, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, nice. it's constantly changing.
0: 1-800-CALL-YVETTE.
1: Back <laughs> <laughs> <from> our modern vintage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Leave a message.
2: <laughs> if people want to get a hold of you, where can they reach you out? Maybe social media, website? Is there any Social anything?
0: media, Brian McSteen, search me. Um, I'm on Instagram, I'm
2: on Facebook. Uh, just look me up. You'll you'll just see Bradley me.
1: Right
2: What's yes. the number, the number one question you get all the time on social media?
1: Are you single? <laughs> 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 That's mine. <laughs> I don't know. I thought you were asking me. Uh, oh, some. sorry. Go I ahead, don't get a lot, I don't get a lot of, of questions on social it. media. What kind
0: of services do you offer? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, uh, roofing?
1: Roofing and roofing. You're not that
2: Doritos guy? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Actually, he he was almost going to be on the Super Bowl with that, you know.
2: Yeah, I told him that I also made That was amazing. Yeah, yeah.
1: That was a really funny story because afterwards he was... Yeah, it's all orange, and <laughs> so it was the bad time. Of beginning. It, it was a, not just one day. Now so what or, you do? Now it's
2: was more orange than Donald. What Cheryl. you do? With the, <laughs> what you do with all those Doritos? Uh, just they throw became
1: them. very soggy, and yeah. there was nothing really. They got clogged in the. Yeah,
2: you
0: know, oh I don't like Doritos
1: anymore. I think had to move to another <laughs> house after no, that.
0: Still, I mean, yeah, made me realize. <laughs> don't
1: we say I love Doritos? They're so, so good. That's <laughs> our nice sponsor
2: here. Nice. Um, what What do you want to do with? Um, Um, I guess with social media I've seen videos of you, uh, I know you're very prevalent on on making marketing and all that type of stuff. I like inspiring people You like inspiring Um, people? I do like
0: inspiring people Um, and social media is for fun I'm just trying to be my authentic self, trying to have a good time, trying to live life, trying to inspire people and just kind of share my ideas and share what I've got going on. It's interesting, I mm-hmm. think. You know, people need to see things that are interesting and I just love sharing it, so. Nice. It's simple.
1: Yeah, cool. media, I think social media is overrated. I think like what <laughs> Elon Musk says, it's good, it's good for when you have a business. Yeah. But you can't read everything and take the heart. Like, oh my God. Like Elon Musk says, uh, he doesn't own a TV, he well, hasn't watched TV in like five years. I don't watch TV either, I don't even watch the news. Either. The only way I can find anything that's going on is if it's right in front of me and here comes a hurricane or I, you know, the, the religious channel. I'm yeah. just
0: reading. Yeah, yeah, reading
1: is important and educating yourself, but not listening to what everybody else says, oh my God, you know, and, and this and that, no. You make your own path, you stick to it, and you stay focused. You don't let other people mediate or control what you're thinking or what you're doing. That's right. And that's important with media. Yeah. Look at Donald Trump. I mean, he, he plugged up all the, you know, I don't even care. i all the same. Who cares? It <laughs> has nothing to do with my life or my family or who, my bread and butter. You got
0: to love it, you,
1: you know, that's what about media. <laughs> Eventually, what's going to happen when, when the like, the mar- stock market crash? Oh, they don't think that's going to happen to Facebook one day? I mean, come on, guys. It's not forever. It's just a mean, like they say, Y two K. Oh my God, Y two K. This is the world's gonna end. Oh my God. ATM
0: spitting cash out. Where
1: is this (laughs) happening? Because you know I only have a little bit of time here, but I mean, you cannot always believe everything you see, and only half of what you read, Mm -hmm. because a lot of that is, it's circumstantial to what you're living and what you're being. Very around true. you and what your your little you know world is it's humongous but you know people are just oh my god social media you know but you know that's mm-hmm.
2: do you have a message that you'd like to let the people know anything on your chest that you'd like to
0: always be learning I think you know knowledge is power you know I've read about 83 books in the last year wow. and I can't tell you how invaluable that is and how much that has actually changed my mindset and my mind. You know, the, the things that you really should focus on, and you know, you have this pie wheel, and I've talked about it, and there's seven sections. It's your faith, your family, your fitness, your food, your health, your fun, uh, your finances, and you really have to make sure uh, that, that you create balance within that wheel. And uh, I think if you don't, then you'll create turmoil for your life. And uh, that's, that's the best advice I can really give anybody.
2: Nice. Well, thank you for coming. Thank you so much. You yes. really appreciate your time. And thanks for stopping by. Thank the you so much. You're amazing. Thank you, Brian Hayes. The
1: roof is on fire. fire. We don't <laughs> need no, no water. water let let the mother burn. <laughs> burn. Burn, burn, So when, you, when it happens, it just call me. <laughs> thank you.